his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think most of us feel like, you know, the public library is a place where you can be safe, you can do some learning, relatively quiet. Yeah, you can bring your kids, yeah. they can read a little bit, and you can read a little yeah. bit. It's a great... I used to take my kids to the public library in Eden Prairie all the time yeah. when I lived there because it was just such a fun place. It was an activity for something to do on a cold day. And loved it. I guess maybe we shouldn't be surprised that there are some security issues with people who are obviously freely allowed to use the library, and it's made the news now where Hennepin County Library is banning uh, some hundreds of people because of incidents, and we thought we'd reach out to the Hennepin County Library Director, Scott Dimestraw, who now joins us on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. Scott, let me just ask you blatantly here, how safe uh, is the library system in, in Hennepin County? Sure. Well, I'd like to start off just by thanking you for giving me the opportunity sure. to talk about Absolutely. the library system. Thank you. Uh, I would say it's very safe. So uh, within a year, uh, looking back at our, our stats for 2023, we had over uh, 2 million visitors, so 2.8 million visitors. And when you see uh, the amount of incidents that occur, uh, it's, it's a fraction of those 2.8 million visits. But what we try to do is we look at behavior and we try to ensure a, a safe space for when individuals and families visit the library as well, too. So part of that, uh, when you look at, at uh, society, anything from um, those struggling with shelter, food insecurity, substance abuse or mental health challenges, us being a public space, they make uh, their way into our public space as well, too. So one of the things that we do is, is look at ensuring uh, not only the safety of individuals coming in, uh, dealing with some of those issues, but the safety of every single person that steps through our doors. And we know in the article in the, in the Star Tribune is an interesting one that often you try to get people or, or library employees will help people that are hungry find a food shelter or, you know, a food shelf or help people that are homeless, you know, give them resources. But still, there are people that have been banned from the library. 534 people have been banned from county libraries. Uh, that was in 2022. So, Scott... What kind of stuff gets you banned from the library? Like, are they snorting coke? Are they, uh, you know, shooting up? Are they, uh, what gets you banned? Sure. So the the top reasons uh, for someone being banned from the library are are kind of what you mentioned. So drug use, um, assaults, Mm -hmm. or threats from other individuals. So think of behavior that is going to create an unsafe environment. So you talked about visiting the library with your family or, or as an individual as well, too. Uh, those are those are uh, events or activities that would um, not be allowed in any space and, and primarily a space um, that is a public space like a library. So for us, it's not something that we take lightly. Um, if we are going to deny someone access to their library and, and ban them 
for any amount of days, uh, we want to ensure that um, the activity or the behavior that they're doing fits uh, the reason that they are banned from the library. But it usually is related to drug use, assaults, or threats. And there's been some pushback to those bans. I guess, to, to me, it seems obvious that people who behave badly uh, would be banned. Uh, but wh- why is this, I guess, a contentious issue, uh, if it is such, where, where we have groups, I guess, pushing back on some of these bans? Sure. I think with anything, I mean, if you uh, think of a public library, you think of a welcoming space where where we uh, anyone can come through the doors. And so I talked about uh, individuals dealing with shelter, food insecurity, substance abuse, and mental health challenges. They are more than welcome through our doors, as with any resident of Hennepin County. Uh, but what some people might push back on is when we would actually deny someone access to the library. So if we ban them, say, for 30 days or, or 90 days, uh, what type of behavior would they do that would justify that? And so, again, for us, uh, working with our library staff and working with our security, we make sure that if someone is not allowed back in the space, that that ban fits the type of behavior that they did to actually be asked to leave the library. So is it like a three strikes and you're out kind of thing or one time you get caught doing something, you're out? It depends on the activity. So again, so if it's drug use and say it's, it's repeated activity mm-hmm. around that, yes, okay. the ban would be longer. Mm-hmm. But we usually look at, at what the activity is. And primarily it is, like I said, around uh, drug use or, or mm-hmm. physical violence or assault. I think this uh, what's eye-opening about this piece, too. By the way, we're talking to Scott Dimestraw, Hennepin County a Library Director, is that I don't think a lot of people, Scott, would real, uh, realize that, you know, you have that libraries have people in position who are counselors, that uh, libraries actually yeah. become a place to go for people to get help. Explain, uh, is this a new phenomenon or how long has it been like that? Because I, honestly, I had no idea that there would be like a counselor at a library. Yeah, thank you for asking me that. That's a fantastic question, and it's something that I'm so appreciative of being part of Hennepin County for. So we partnered with Hennepin County Human Services to have social workers at our Minneapolis Central and our Franklin Libraries. And so they, uh, within the past 18 months, work with 3,600 residents uh, who are encountering issues and help them connect to services, get help, whether it's substance abuse, whether it's it's finding shelter, whether it's food insecurity, they're able to mesh them up with county resources to actually get help. And so uh, when, you, when you talk about the incidents that happen in a library, some of those incidents aren't necessarily negative incidents, like, like telling someone not to come back in the library. It actually could be a medical condition or finding services. So when we talk about having security in library spaces, a lot of times security are just helping people who are having uh, difficulty either finding food or finding insecurity or maybe having a health situation in our spaces as well. And are these are these librarians turned counselors or are they paid counselors that are on staff that you've had to invest in extra employees because this is a growing problem? That's a great question as well, too. So these are county employees, Hennepin County employees. Okay. And, and one of the things that um, that we stress at the library is we like to focus on, that's not our skill set. We like to focus on library-specific activities, reading, literacy, programs. And we like to have experts who have uh, social services backgrounds to provide that level of service. So we actually work with the county. They are county employees, and they are working inside of our spaces in the library. 
Tell us something good about the libraries. I and I'm I'm guilty. I haven't been for a while. My <laughs> kids are older now; they're teenagers. But I tell you, I use the public library. And my kid, my sure. oldest, there's a funny story. Marley once had a book that she didn't return or lost. And she, whenever I would say to the kids, "Let's go to the library today," you know, it's a good day to look. No, no, no. she would always make an excuse why she when she was a kid because she thought they were going to like arrest her because she had a book that she had lost and that they were going to take her library card and like throw her in library jail. It's actually very sweet. But yeah. um, tell, tell us something else that's, you know, happening in the library that's not about drug use or people, you know, sure. doing negative things that, that we'd want to come sure. to the libraries for. Thank you so much for that question. I hope after talking with you, I kind of guilt you in coming back into yeah, the library will, spaces as well. Too. We, we would love to see you back in our spaces. Um, well, one of the things that we did is um, we developed a strategic plan for kind of some focus areas for the, for the next five years. And as part of that, uh, we wanted to survey our users on, on what they thought about the library um, and what were priorities for them and how safe they actually felt in our spaces and, and how, how they felt about the services that we provide. And what we found were 98% of respondents felt that staff were knowledgeable, staff were engaging, staff were appreciated and that the level of service that they got was outstanding. I mean, that tells us that we are doing a fantastic job within our libraries. We have over 600 employees who are trying to help us fulfill our mission of inspiring, facilitating, and celebrating lifelong learning. So whether it's someone attending a story time, whether it's someone attending a knitting group, whether it's someone just using our space to meet, uh, we are so proud of the level of service that we're able to offer as well, too. And, and kind of one very positive thing that we're doing this year is we're having a, a program called Let's Read. And so if you have a student who is struggling with reading, uh, we are going to have one-on-one -on -one tutoring in our spaces to help that student become proficient in reading. And it's the focus is K through fifth graders. So they're still getting education in schools. If they want the extra help outside of school, they can visit one of the libraries who have a Let's Read tutor. And you can find information about that on our website at hclib.org. Scott, thank you so much for the time today. Uh, we'll reach out again. We appreciate uh, the update. Oh, thank you. Next time you reach out, I expect both of you to be library visitors. Though. All right. So. Yes. Thank <laughs> you, Scott. Card. Thank you, Scott. Scott, I'm <laughs> strong. Hennepin County uh, Library Director. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.